0: What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment, where we take a quick minute and look at one big concept today that will help you be a more godly man. And the concept I want to look at today is the necessity of godly older men. But before I get into that, I just want to remind everybody to go uh, check out our Substack at ChristendomChronicle.Substack.com. That's ChristendomChronicle.Substack.com. There's articles, essays, emails, and... Uh, other various pieces of content there about establishing a Christian worldview in a godless age, and so I invite you to go check that out. So Today we're talking about the necessity of godly older men, and this is an important topic because much of the discussion um, that's happening in the world today regarding manhood is pointing at young men, and um, the reason it's pointing at young men is because we're recognizing that there's a big problem with the young men in our culture. Um, suicide rates are up, testosterone rates are plummeting. Um, And, you know, then we get the whole transgender crisis and so on and so forth. There are big problems with the young men in our culture. And so there's a lot of focus on young men. But one of the things that often gets lost in that is that part of the reason that those young men are in the predicament that they're in is because of the absence of godly older men in their lives. Not just older men, not just older male positive influences, okay? Anybody, anybody, any secular psychologist out there can recognize the necessity of that, uh, you know, if they have, you know, two brain cells rub, rubbed together. But But we're Christians, and so we don't just believe that we have a necessity of good role models. We believe that we have a necessity of godly older men. That is, older men who have lived lives that strive to bring honor and glory to Jesus Christ. They've turned from their sins. They've trusted in Christ. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. They're submitted to the Lordship of Christ. And they've, they've lived their life in that manner for a certain period of time. And they've loved their wives well, and they've raised their children well, and so on and so forth. Certainly they're not perfect men. There's no such thing as perfection this side of heaven in that sense. But they are older, godly men. And they have a place in showing us what the application of the scripture looks like in the life of the Christian. And young men need older, godly men. Men like Rusty Thomas, men like Matt These are two men that have been uh, near and and dear to me, that have discipled me and mentored me. Men like Kip Farrar, who has led me to Christ, and he's now he uh, will probably laugh if he hears this episode, me calling him an older man, but but he's in his 50s. So as far as I'm concerned, he's an older man. Um, we need men like that in our lives. And I want to point you to a couple different scriptures today that address the necessity of seeking out older, godly men. Proverbs 16 uh, tells us that gray hair is the crown of glory. Um, and then also um, in Leviticus 19.32 the scripture tells us that we are to rise before the gray hair and to honor the aged. This is just a general teaching of scripture that we need to show honor to those that are older. That's actually part of the, um, it's an extension of the, the uh, fifth commandment. You should love your father and mother or you should honor your father and mother. Um, Ephesians 6 tells us it's the first commandment that comes with the promise that you may live long in the land and it may go well with you. Why will you live long in the land and it will go well with you if you honor your father and mother? Well, because if you honor your father and mother and you pay attention to their counsel and you listen to their advice, if they're godly parents, then generally speaking, life will go well with you. My father is another example of a person that I look up to that teaches me a great many things has had a tremendous impact on my life. And so we need this. We need older godly men. I want to look at a story in scripture with just a little bit of time that I have left here. Um, it's found in first Kings 12. Let me get my Bible over here. It's found in first Kings 12 and I'm not going to read the whole passage to you. I'm going to start in um, verse six, but the context, context here is there's a new king. Uh, his name is, is uh, Rehoboam, and um, he, is a, uh, he, is the, uh, he is the son of Solomon, the wise king, and he's just taken over to become the king and uh solomon's passed away now and he's in this situation where the people have come to him and essentially asked him what kind of ruler he's going to be if he's going to be a, a king that is out for their well-being or if he's going to be a king that tries to take advantage of them and just watch what happens in verse 6 here it says then king rehoboam took counsel with the elders who had stood before his father solomon while he was still alive saying how do you counsel me to respond to this people And they spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to this people today, and will serve them, and grant them their petition, and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the elders, which they had counseled him, and took counsel with the young men who grew up with him, and stood before him. And he said to them, What counsel do you give me? that I may respond to the people who have spoken to me, saying, Lighten the yoke which your father had put upon us. And then a young men who grew up with him spoke to him, saying, Thus you shall say to the people who spoke to you, saying, Your father made, you, made our yoke heavy. Now you make it lighter for us. Thus you shall speak to them. My little finger is thicker than my father's loins. So now my father loaded you with a heavy yoke, but I will add to your yoke and my father disciplined with whips, but I will discipline you with scorpions. So now in the next, the latter part of the passage here, what happens is that Rehoboam does what the younger men say to do. So he takes up counsel with the older godly elders and they give him a piece of advice. These are men that have counseled his father. They're men of age and wisdom. And then he takes up counsel with young men who grew up with him. And they give him a piece of advice. The older men say, govern the people with mercy and grace, and they will serve you forever. The others, the young men say, you know, govern them with a heavy hand. And Jeroboam or Rehoboam does not have the wisdom to heed the advice of the older men. And as a result, he does does what the younger men say to do. And what happens in the next passage is that civil war breaks out. And this very decision made by Rehoboam impacted the history of the nation of Israel when the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom separated from one another. That is how important it is for us to have older godly men in our lives whose advice we heed and pay attention to. Rehoboam was a fool to pay attention to young inexperienced men as, to, as opposed to older godly men. And so my advice to you today, men, if you want to be a godly man who serves the Lord well, then look out in the world and find some older godly men who you see whose wives are joyful and happy, whose children are following in the way of the Lord. Look for those men who have honored God well in the way that they have governed their families and the way that they have served in his kingdom and so forth. Find those men and seek to make yourself uh, avail yourself to them Ask them questions, listen to them, serve them, and seek to learn from them. We desperately, desperately need the wisdom of older, godly men in this hour. Last thing I'll say here, I'm getting way over on time, but the last thing I'll say here is if you're listening to this and you're one of those older, older, godly men, make yourself available to young men. Seek out young men to mentor. The young men in our culture right now are in desperate, desperate need of the wisdom, the fellowship, and the guidance of older godly men. God bless.